Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray Strandom wing chair, was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. I can't do it. I cannot do it, Ironhead. I can't. The thought of two weeks of the Kansas City Chiefs uh, before the Super Bowl, of Taylor Swift, of her, of her boyfriend, her, her, her husband, future husband, yeah. Mr. Pfizer himself, Travis Kelsey, putting up the little heart sign to Taylor up in the box. Oh, man, we're all Baltimore Ravens fans now. I don't think I've ever rooted for John Harbaugh and the Ravens, but I am now, I tell you. This was nauseating. Here we go. Jason Kelsey scores a touchdown, blows a kiss, and then gives the heart sign with his hands to Tay-Tay up in the box where she was jumping around with Mahomes', Mahomes wife. Was Mahomes' brother up there too? Uh, this, I, this is just a box full of obno- obnoxiousness is what, they're, what it is. They've disavowed and, that guy pretty quickly. Uh, you know, I like Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey seems like a good guy, good dude, up there shirtless. You really got to, I mean, he was in a luxury box. What's the point of going shirtless? It's hot up there. It's warm up there. Uh, but um, what a heartbreaker for the Bills. I was pulling hard for the Bills. I love watching Josh Allen play football. But it was not to be. They choked. Stephon, Steph, Steph Diggs. Choked. The defense choked, and God knows the kicker choked. Uh, Josh Allen kind of felt the pressure too. It's a damn shame. But now we got a week of the Chiefs leading up to the Ravens game. Ravens playing at home. The country is pulling for the Ravens. We cannot, I, I'm sure, I know the league would probably like to see Mahomes and Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. I know Pfizer would like to see their guy in the Super Bowl, but. Uh, we need Lamar Jackson and uh, John Harbaugh to uh, end this run. Ravens are favored by three and a half. I guess I'll pick them because I'm going to be rooting for them. And the Niners are a full touchdown favorite over the uh, Lions, which I'm pulling for the Lions, of course, but I have a bad feeling about that one, Ironhead. I don't think the Lions are going to, I don't think this run will continue. It, it's over Sunday in San Francisco, uh, Ray, uh, Niners by seven, over under 51. I like, I'm going to make my picks right now. How's that? Okay. Niners and Ravens. I'm going to be rooting for the Lions, but I don't like their chances. We got a Lions Chiefs Super Bowl, and then uh, the Lions are going to win by three touchdowns. Oh, I hope so. Me too. That I hope awesome. so. It's a good story, good team, but. Niners are better. If Debo Samuel is healthy and playing, yeah, I'm sorry. Not going to happen. So the Chiefs move on, and Ron DeSantis does not. I have to say, um, I don't get it. I really don't get it. DeSantis, I thought, was a great candidate, obviously a great governor. Um, I, I, I know he was uh, disloyal to Donald Trump. Trump gave him the nickname more than a year ago to Sanctimonious which was stupid to begin with. He's not sanctimonious. He was, I thought, the ideal guy. I like Trump. I've said it many times, but uh, DeSantis is 32 years younger. He could serve two terms. And if DeSantis were the nominee, the mainstream media would have nothing. It would be, they'd be lost. Morning Joe wouldn't know what to do. Uh, they spend all day, every day, talking about Trump's legal cases, talking about January 6th. That would be off the table. They would be stuck 
you know, lying about uh, book bans and uh, and don't say gay bills in Florida, which would go nowhere. I think DeSantis would have destroyed Joe Biden. I think it would have been uh, uh, eight years of conservative rule in D.C. That's out. Trump is going to be the nominee, which is certainly better than Nikki Haley. We'll get to Nikki. We'll get to this this awful, awful woman. I really don't get this either, why she's still standing. But DeSantis was polling at 6 or 7% in New Hampshire, so he wasn't going to uh, win New Hampshire. He wasn't going to win South Carolina. So it was pointless. It was He was just wasting his money and wasting his time. So he announced yesterday that he was out. He endorsed uh, Trump, of course. There's, I, I don't really understand this notion that some of his followers will vote for Nikki. Why? They disagree on all the big issues. He, she's not the alternative. Trump is. So if you're a DeSantis guy like me, obviously, you now support Trump. And I will do that. I will do it enthusiastically. I, it's too bad. That we we're gonna our guy if he wins can only serve one term. It's too bad that the old age card cannot be played now because I think that's you know one of the biggest reasons to vote against Joe Biden. He's eighty one and he's going on one hundred and ten. He's lost. He's got dementia. He's barely you know campaigning. He's barely you know leaving his uh, various uh, vacation homes. So you can't talk about age with Trump because he's, you know, 77. He's obviously more lucid than Biden, but still, he's an old man. And I think it would have been refreshing to have a 45-year-old candidate in Ron DeSantis, a guy with uh, one wife, guy with a nice family, guy who went to Harvard and Yale, mm-hmm. guy who served in the military. I just thought he was a great candidate. Does he have charisma? No. Not really. None. So what? Why do you care if, if the guy is uh, you know, a stand-up comedian? What does it matter if you don't want to have a beer with him? We're voting for president. We're voting to save the country. We're not voting for a guy who's going to tell jokes or you know, make us laugh every time he makes a speech. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get why that's important. The people that like DeSantis were the ones that like I like Trump's policies, but he's a little right. ma- like a, a little bit of a maniac. So now that he's gone, they're not going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go with Nikki Haley, who's all of a sudden no. race baiting. Uh, there's a good story in Politico this morning where they point out that uh, DeSantis's exit could actually hurt Nikki Haley, and I agree. That six or seven percent in New Hampshire and whatever he was getting in South Carolina, that's not going to Nikki. No, these people. First of all, I'll, I'll make this simple. There's uh, three or four big issues. In Iowa, the number one issue was the border, was mm-hmm. immigration. In Iowa, that's the biggest issue everywhere, immigration. Nikki Haley is for open borders. The other big issue uh, is the war. Well, one of the other two or three big issues, the war in Ukraine. Nikki Haley is all in on the war in Ukraine and every pointless foreign war. So if you're a conservative, if you're a Republican in New Hampshire, how are you going to go from DeSantis to Nikki Haley when you know she disagrees with you on the big issues of the day? She's a warmonger. She Mm -hmm. loves these pointless foreign wars, and for good reason. She's a defense contractor. She's made a fortune. She's going to continue to make money along with all the other defense contractors, the longer this war goes on. And if this war ended, she'd find another war she supports. She uh, talks, she's one of these people who talks about uh, Putin is going to be, you know, uh, rolling into uh, Cape Cod. If we don't stop him in Ukraine, the next thing you know, he'll be marching up uh, Fifth Avenue in New York City. At the same time, she says, we're decimating Putin. Ukraine is decimating the Russian army. It's not true. We can't have it both ways. Either we're decimating him or he's a threat to the world. But we all know it's we have no point in being there. People are tired of it. They're sick of it. They don't want to stay in war, in this war. Only people like Nikki want to stay in the war. Only people like Nikki 
think um, we need open borders. Do we have that sound of Nikki talking about um, illegal aliens? Sure do. She's, she doesn't like when we call them illegal aliens. She doesn't like when we call them criminals. How, how does this, how does any Republican voter relate to this? Let's listen. But let's keep in mind, these people that are wanting to come here, they want to come for a better life, too. They have kids, too. They have a heart, too. They, so we don't need to be disrespectful. We don't need to talk about them as criminals. They're not. They're families that want a better life, and they're desperate to get here. What? Name one Republican who agrees with that. One voter in New Hampshire. No. That we need to have a heart. They're looking for a better life. What the hell is she talking about? That is amazing. That you listen to these people like Chris Sununu or all these, uh, you know, rhinos saying, Disgusting. oh, oh. Uh, she's the alternative to Trump. She's younger, whatever. She supports open borders. That's the number one issue among Republican voters everywhere, everywhere. They want a wall. They want an end to this insanity. Joe Biden is facilitating the destruction of the country. And Nikki Haley's all in, all in on it. How do you, how do you vote for that? If you're a conservative, if you're a Republican, how is that how is that not a deal breaker? I don't get it. She's awful. She, this is a terrible candidate. And she's not going to win New Hampshire. She's not going to win her home state of South Carolina. But she's the last one standing, the last alternative to Trump. And somehow she's out there and people are uh, uh, acting as if DeSantis voters are going to go to Nikki Haley. Please. There's, there's another thing. Um, DeSantis was the best culture warrior. He's the best on, you know, the culture wars, the, the men and women's sports, men and women's girls' bathrooms, all the, all the you know, they, they, uh, the sexualization of children. That's the battle he won in Florida. And I was looking forward to him making that, you know, a national uh, fight. He's out, and now you have this alternative. Listen to Nikki Haley lying about how she grew up and times were tough because she was brown in South Carolina. Nikki Haley grew up in the 80s, in the you know, 80s and 90s, and she wants us to believe that she had a tough time because she was brown. First question, mm. is she really brown? <laughs> she's, she's white. She's, I mean, do we really think kids in South Carolina wouldn't let her you know, participate in a beauty contest because she was uh, had Indian uh, background. This is insane. Go ahead, play this. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said on how hard it was to grow up in the deep south as a brown girl. Anybody can look at my record and see when Walter Scott was shot down by a dirty cop, how I made sure that the Walter Scott family didn't suffer because we put the first body camera bill in the country in place. Anybody can look at the fact that when we had nine amazing souls die in Mother Emanuel Church, I did something that no Republican or Democrat ever wanted to touch which was call for the Confederate flag to come down because it would take two-thirds of the House and Senate and was an impossible feat. Which side is she running I don't know for? what you're implying with that, but what I will tell you is saying that I had black friends is a source of pride. Saying that I had white <laughs> friends is a source of pride. If you want to know what it was like growing up, I was disqualified from a beauty pageant because I wasn't white or black, because they didn't know where to put me. So, look, I know... The hardships, the pain that come with racism. It's the reason that I fight bullies every day when it comes to racism, anti-Semitism, or hate. And I always will. If I didn't mention slavery on that day, it's because that's an automatic. There's always been, the Civil War's always been known about slavery. Oh, shut up. She wasn't allowed in a beauty contest because she wasn't white or black. Who believes that? By the way, has anyone followed up on that and asked, when was this? Where was this? As Candace Owen pointed out, 
1984, Vanessa Williams was Miss America. I don't think we were keeping people out of beauty contests because they were not the right color in, 19, in the 1980s. These reporters, I'm sure, uh, what is that? Is that, no, that's ABC? Nothing about, you know, where was this? You were actually, how do you keep someone out of a beauty contest? Maybe they just kept her out of the beauty contest, you know, because she wasn't beautiful. <laughs> Maybe she wasn't a good uh, candidate, contestant. But no, it's because she was brown. That We don't need that. We don't need that anywhere uh, in this race. We certainly don't need it from the uh, conservative, from the Republican challenger to Donald Trump. She's going to get waxed in New Hampshire tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to. And then she's going to lose her home state, and then it'll be over. And Trump can focus on the 900 legal cases he's dealing with right now, which is too bad. Trump, Haley's campaigning today in New Hampshire. Trump is in New York dealing with the, the, the phoniest, most ridiculous case, the rape case from this lunatic, E. Jean Carroll, which he's already lost. And now they're just trying to come up with the, uh, the amount he has to pay her for making up a lie about him raping her in a dressing room at a busy department store. What year? She doesn't know. She doesn't know. She, she accused him of this. She got bankrolled by uh, you know, left-wing billionaires. And she just made it up. And she won. It's incredible. That's why Trump is running away with it, by the way. Yeah. That's the worst thing that happened to DeSantis. The- Trump just kept getting charged, getting sued. One legal case after another, every time it happened, his numbers jumped, DeSantis's dropped. And that he, was the tough break for DeSantis, that this, that this lawfare campaign uh, just was relentless against Trump, and it hurt DeSantis. It hurt the whole field. Trump is, people's, uh, is the people's choice because they see more than anything what his enemies are trying to do to him. Yeah, and Eugene Carroll in court said some, or no, on um, one of the shows, I don't know if it was MSNBC or whatever, but she said that rape is sexy. Yeah, she said that to Anderson Cooper on yeah, CNN. Yeah. Rape is sexy. Yes. And she tweeted some of the most bizarre stuff. She's a whack job who lives in the woods with, with squirrels, paints <laughs> trees and paints rocks, and she's just a bizarre, weird uh, Trump hater. And they and this is like the you know the Kavanaugh thing. They're just making it up and trying to, to try and stop Trump. And it hasn't worked, at least not yet. Trump is stronger than ever. He's going to get over fifty percent in New Hampshire tomorrow, and it'll be pretty much over. And uh, we can move on. We'll get to uh, Trump's potential uh, vice presidential choices. DeSantis is on the list, but I don't think it'll be. Ron DeSantis. I would like it. I would love it. It's, it's such an important choice. It's the most important vice presidential choice in our lifetimes. It's crucial because Trump can only serve one term and he's old. So it's important. And I wish it would DeSantis, but I don't know. All right, we'll get to, uh, we'll get to more on DeSantis. He had a very gracious speech. Trump was, uh, was asked if the nickname, the Sanctimonious, which is a stupid nickname, if that's gonna, if he's going to continue to use that, we'll, get, we'll uh, tell you what Trump said about that. Dana White, I love this. I love Dana White. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not a big, you know, MMA guy, uh, not a big UFC guy, but Dana White handles the media better than anybody, anywhere. I mean, uh, in politics, sports, whatever. Nobody handles the media, the fake news, like Dana White. We'll get to that. And, uh, of course, we will uh, recap yesterday's NFL action. And we got to say farewell. Our IP to one of my former employers, Sports Illustrated, is gone, going belly up. And I can explain why. But first. Uh, it's, 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 uh, excuse me. A recession-proof investment without compromise, European American Armory Corp. or EAA Corp. has specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. market since 1990. 
Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp. has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full-size in three popular calibers. First-time gun owner, no problem. EAA Corp. all-in-one 9mm MC9 striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA Corp. EAA Corp. says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of your hard-earned money. Visit EAACorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. Uh, DeSantis, I think, was already back in Florida when he pulled out yesterday and said, made a nice four-minute speech. He uh, used a Winston Churchill quote, which is apparently not a real Winston Churchill quote, which is, you know, whatever. It was it was fitting. Did a good job. He said he would support Trump. He will, mm-hmm. although sure, you know, those scars are going to last a while because Trump was vicious. Before, uh, it was last November when he first labeled him sanctimonious, and he went after him hard. I guess that's how the game is played. I guess I have to come to grips with it. I thought DeSantis was a hero to conservatives everywhere, but People loyal to Trump hated him just for running. That's all. That's the only thing he did. So they labeled him a rhino, which is ridiculous, and, and an establishment guy, which is absurd. He's a rock solid conservative who wins fights in Florida. He wins the big fights. I think, you know, he'll be back maybe in 2028. Maybe he'll be back and be the guy, the front runner. But Trump savaged him. You want to know why DeSantis didn't succeed? Because Trump poured, I don't know, $30 million into crushing DeSantis. He spent more attacking DeSantis than attacking Biden or supporting candidates in the midterm last November. So, and so did Haley and so did Vivek. Over $50 million was spent attacking DeSantis. And he never recovered. He never recovered because Trump focused on him and destroyed him. And again, I didn't like it, but that's politics. That's the way it's done. Trump wins. So yesterday, after uh, uh, DeSantis made a speech uh, 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 from Florida, didn't do any, canceled all his interviews, TV interviews, gave a speech, said he's done. Trump was asked, is he still Ron DeSanctimonious? Let's listen. Okay. You just said, will I be using the name Ron DeSanctimonious? I said, that name is officially retired. I think people like DeSantis. I think they're okay with DeSantis. They don't hate him because he challenged Trump. He's done. He, He tried, took his best shot, went to every county in Iowa, lost by 30 points. So it was over. People have chosen. They want the the old guy with 91 indictments and uh, who can only serve one term. That's fine. I have to say, as a as a media guy, it's going to be fascinating watching this race unfold. Trump is going to turn his attention to Biden and he's going to be vicious and he's going to be battling all these legal cases. And if he wins, it's just going to be glorious. Day one, he says he's going to start the largest deportation operation ever. He's going to close the border and start drilling on day one, which makes him a dictator if you're on MSNBC or CNN. And it'll be great to just see the broken hearts, the, the, just the, 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 the despair, the grief on uh, the faces of everybody on the mainstream media. If Trump pulls this out, if Biden even debates him, which I don't think will happen. I'm on record. Biden's not the candidate. Biden is too old. He's feeble. He has dementia. He's not going to be the guy. He can't do it. He's physically incapable of running for uh, a second term. 
I don't think it'll be Kamala. I think it's more likely to be Gavin Newsom. But just the idea of Trump debating or Trump attacking Biden on the trail, on the campaign trail, is going to be fascinating. It's going to be a wild year, and we're looking forward to it. So Trump soon will pick his VP. Now, people, some people think that Nikki Haley's possibility, zero, zero chance. I mean, Trump's crazy. He's not that crazy. If he picked Nikki Haley, all the people who supported DeSantis and lots of people who support Trump would bail on him. I would literally bail. I wouldn't support him. You cannot pick somebody to be your running mate when you can only serve one term who's for open borders and endless war. You just can't. Now, if he picks a woman, if he insists on a woman, there's plenty of choices. Gary Lake, Christy Nome, the odds are out. And Vivek is high on the odds. You know who's not even on the list? My, cho- my two choices are J.D. Vance and Byron Donalds. Now, Donalds is from Florida, so that's a problem. But he's big, he's black, he looks imposing. Trump chooses people on looks. Right. You know, he loves the way they look. He loves their nicknames. The idea that you could have a, ki- a ticket that was Donald and Donald's, he would love that. And J.D. Vance is a brilliant guy who can help deliver Ohio. So I like those two choices. But Vivek, just the thought of Vivek debating Kamala Harris gets me aroused. All right, I'm aroused. Thinking of de- a debate stage with Vivek versus Kamala. Now, that would be priceless. So I'm all, I don't want Trump to pick a woman just because she's a woman or pick a uh, black guy or an Indian guy, whatever. Pick a, a, a brown guy, as, uh, as Nikki Haley would say, just because of their skin color. We're not going to do that. We can't do that. I hope he picks a white guy just to piss everybody off. J.D. Vance. I think he could. Nikki Haley is the worst choice of all time. Uh, if DeSantis, the, the play would be DeSantis, and it only just to kind of almost train him for right after to fix. Right. Well, the- I mean, people have done that before. Reagan right. picked Bush after he beat him, and they went at each other pretty hard. But mm-hmm. no one goes after his opponents like Trump. Right. So he's been savaging DeSantis for over a year. It would be tough to turn around and say he's my guy. Yeah. I would like it. I'd support it. But it would be tough. He's- you can't. Uh, you can't say it was, oh, we were just fun and, you know, it's just politics. Well, I don't I didn't mean any of that. Well, that's what one Kamala Harris did that exact same thing with Joe True. Biden. She called him a borderline rapist pedophile or whatever she said. Something along. I forget exactly. Good point. That's a good point by you, Ironhead, because but, she called him uh, racist yep. and sex, uh, sexual predator. Believed, or whatever believed all his victims is what she said. Sexual pro. Whatever. Sexual. Uh, Improprieties. Yeah. And he still picked her. Of yep. course, she's a terrible choice. You know, she's a terrible vice president yeah. who could never, ever be president. Everybody knows that. Even the people who pretend, you know, because she's a liberal and she's a woman, she's black, they know she's incapable of doing the job. So I look forward to Trump's choice. I hope it's not a diversity hire. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Don't pick them. I mean, Carrie Lake is a fighter and a Trump loyalist, and she's got energy like Trump. She's a little bit of a loose cannon, but if he picked her, that would be pretty wild because she would also destroy Kamala, not just in the debate, but right. on the trail. He, He'd be good. He but. should he should send an olive branch out to Kaylee McEnany. That's what he should do. Fix that relationship and have her be on his ticket. She's, you know what? Everybody's on board now. And people aren't going to say, I like DeSantis, but I, I can't support Trump because he was too mean to my guy. <laughs> no one's doing that. I'm not doing that. But so, that, was, that was the thing, too, is like uh, we were talking about um, DeSantis coming back after what he's been through with him and all that. No one was crucified more than Ted Cruz by Donald Trump. And Trump, now he's his, he his father thing. killed Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said <laughs> he said his wife was a dog. Right. He made fun of his wife. <laughs> uh, that's true and he, he savaged everybody on yeah. that stage and most of them Marco Rubio most of them now support him right 
and they understand that's just the way it's, the game is played, you know, with the nicknames and the attacks. And the problem is that no one fights back hard enough, you know, mm-hmm. except for Chris Christie, that slob. He, he made his, his focus to go after Trump, and it didn't work. No, it didn't. Um, I don't think Chris, Chris, Chris Christie's on the short list. I really don't. But no. I hope he picks that someone soon. Because you feel like, okay, now we're done. We're done with the primary. We're done with the, you know, DeSantis. We're done with Haley. We're moving on. Focus on Biden and the disaster that this administration has been. That should be the sole focus for Donald Trump now. I mean, again, he has to stay out of prison, although he'd still win if he goes to prison. But mm-hmm. he has to, you know, fight these various uh, fights in court. But he really has to focus. He should be doing a rally. His next rally should be in Eagle Pass, Texas. Yeah. I don't know if they have an arena big enough, yeah. but he should be at the border screaming, you know, pointing, talking to Border Patrol agents. That should be his focus going forward. Yeah. And I will be curious to see if DeSantis will campaign. Will he show up in South Carolina? Just how supportive will he be? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's hurt. I'm sure what Trump did to him has left, you know, if, left some scars. But <laughs> he's he's an important guy going forward. If he's not the vice president, he could be attorney general. Mm-hmm. That would that would be a yeah. That'd be a big job. Some, a big job. And he's a lawyer. He could do it. If if Trump goes to Eagle Pass, that would be so funny if just in the background of the rally. He just points out every time a new person crosses. Yeah, just have oh, that. There goes another one. Coming, <laughs> coming through the fence, yeah. swimming across the Rio Grande. He should be there. Yeah. You know, obviously he's got to win tomorrow in New Hampshire and then go to South Carolina, but he could squeeze in a trip to the border, a couple trips. They should all be going to the border. Mm-hmm. And, and just, you know, everybody, senators, congressmen, it's the biggest issue everywhere. Every state is a border state. It's a big issue in New Hampshire. Big fentanyl problem in New Hampshire. That's people are voting on that. People who don't necessarily like everything about Donald Trump, they think he's the border closed the border candidate because he started to build a wall and he'll continue to build a wall. And that's the most important thing. Biden has to be stopped, period. Yep. He has to be stopped for just dis- dis- decimating the country. He's, you know, we got 8 million people. So far, when he's done, it's going to be over 10 million people. Mm-hmm. By the way, we got that cut from the uh, illegal alien. Yeah. It, oftentimes, you hear the reporters, Bill Malusion on, on Fox is good at this. Where are you from? And they'll say whatever, El Salvador or Ecuador or Guatemala or China or wherever. Check out what this uh, new visitor says when they ask him, who he is, or where he's from. Go ahead, play it. Please, by the way, if you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy. Ah, very easy. <laughs> the, the entitlement, the entitlement. Uh, no, believe me, I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. Wow. That should have been quickly met with, uh, sir, can I check your bag, please? No, no, we're busy. We're busy. Uh, you know, FBI is busy uh, investigating. Catholics and people went to Cabela's yeah. <laughs> people bought Bibles. This guy says soon you will know who I am. You'll find out who I am. Yeah. Shouldn't he be on some list somewhere? Shouldn't they be tracking that guy? Yeah. That kind of coy stuff doesn't really play in this country. We're, we're on to him now. Well, oh, man, you'll soon, soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think we should uh, find out where he's going and what he's doing. But like I said, the FBI is busy. They're, you know, yeah, right, right after the some old lady. Right after old this video, singing songs outside an abortion <laughs> clinic. Yeah, right after this video cut, he was talking about seeing seventy-two virgins, and the FBI thought to pay no mind oh, to any of that. That that should be in a campaign ad right there. But all right, we got to get to this Dana White sound and our recap of the uh, choke job of the Buffalo Bills. Man, what a gag! What a, what a team! I mean, honestly. I feel genuinely feel bad for Buffalo fans. What a crushing, crushing loss. And the whole team, like half the team are free agents. Mm-hmm. Their window might be slamming shut. And more than one person is 
tweeting at me saying, fire, they're going to fire Sean McDermott and hire Bill Belichick. <laughs> Sean McDermott might hire this guy. Yeah, bring, you know, bring it on. I'm here for it. The NFL is the best you know, drama there is out there. And uh, we just cannot have Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes' wife at the Super Bowl. We can't have it. Uh, it's, 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 uh, excuse me. Are you one of the millions of American men and women dealing with premature hair thinning and hair loss? Or maybe you're scared about inheriting that thinning look because it runs in the family. Well, start 2024 off right with a real solution that delivers on its promise without the harsh side effects, unwanted chemicals, and no need for a prescription. Provia uses a safe, natural ingredient, Procopil, to effectively target the three main causes of premature thinning and loss. Provia guarantees more hair on your head than in the shower or on your comb. Effective for men and women of any age and safe on colored, treated, or styled hair. It's that easy. And right now, new customers can save over 50% plus free shipping on Provia's introductory package at ProviaHair.com slash Callahan. Every package includes a full 60-day supply of Provia serum for daily use plus the Provia Super Concentrate for faster, more noticeable results. Provia works guaranteed or you get 100% of your money back. Don't wait. Order now and save an extra 10% and get free shipping at ProviaHair.com slash Callahan. That's ProviaHair.com slash Callahan. I'm not, like I said, a big MMA guy. Not my, my sport, but, you know, I don't know. I'm too old. Although I was curious to see Sean Strickland, who was the wild man that went after the Canadian reporter last week, who was asking about, you know, gay rights or transgender people. And he just slammed. I mean, he was, uh, I guess he was transphobic in his response, which didn't sit well with the Canadian media or, you know, the American media for that matter. They hate uh, this guy. And he lost Saturday night. So they're probably happy about that. But before the fight, Dana White was asked about giving his fighters a long leash to, you know, expound on things or answer questions about transgender rights. Uh, we've heard this before from this, you know, Trump guys in the UFC and this outspoken conservatives, and they don't hold back. They swear. They, they, they go at the reporters. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different dynamic than we're used to in, you know, Sports media, but and with athletes, NFL, NBA, whatever. And so Dana White was asked by a reporter why he allows this. And his answer is just perfect. Why can't we have more people like this? Uh, maybe Dana White for vice president. What do you think of that, Iron Ed? I'm going to be all in. I mean, he's, he's in Trump's pocket, for sure. He's their buddies, right? They are buds. But he probably doesn't want to give up this job. He's got a pretty good thing going. No, but kidding. let's listen to Dana White. Put this fake news fraud in his place go ahead about like you obviously give a long leash to your fighters about you know what they can say when they are up there with the ufc microphone and you are getting into territory of homophobia transphobia like is there i don't give anybody a leash well i'm saying you a leash i'm like free speech control what people say and to tell people what to believe and to tell people I don't fucking tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes on any of them. What is your question? I was asking that question. I'll move on, though. Yeah, uh, probably a good idea. You just, that's ridiculous to say I give somebody a leash. Free speech, brother. People can say whatever they want, and they can believe whatever they want. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a radical concept, huh? Yeah. Free speech. They could say what they want and believe what they want. And the reporter's like, well, oh, I guess I'll move on now. Well, un- <laughs> unfortunately for the media, you're not going to find too many fighters who are like, we need to focus on re- you know, renewable energy and fracking. Right. <laughs> well, maybe if every athlete or every celebrity was allowed to speak freely without being afraid to be canceled the way, you know, UFC fighters, they know. They can speak freely. They can mm-hmm. swear. They can have, you know, unapproved opinions. 
and Dana White will not punish them, you know, maybe the world would be a better place. Maybe more people should be like Dana White yeah. and say, uh, you know, guys can say what they want. If, if a fighter hangs themselves, they hang themselves. He's not going to stop them. It's up to them. Strickland. Now, Strickland was laughing at the reporter the other day, and he was yeah. talking about, you know, how transfo- tr- transgender people used to be considered mentally ill, which is true. And the, and the reporter was all offended, mm-hmm. but he just wouldn't play along with the narrative, you know, just said, that's, you know, that's ridiculous. And he laughed at the reporter's face, which pissed off all the media. And I'm sure they were thrilled when he lost, but Dana White didn't say, oh, you know, he went too far. Dana White said he could say what he wants. He's a grown man. It's America, or it used to be Canada, used to be a free country, but uh, that's how shit, they should all do it. All right, we got to get to this uh, NFL weekend. Do you, um, uh, I want to get to uh, the Sports Illustrated story too, but uh, first. Uh, it's, 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 uh, excuse me. When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Some people are concerned they might have to go for a long time without electricity or even food. That's why I want to introduce you to 4Patriots.com. Get preparedness products you can use now and they could save your life later. My favorite is 4Patriots' new solar generator, the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. It uses the endless free power of the sun to power lights, your TV, medical equipment, even run your fridge. Or pick up one of Four Patriots' best-selling survival food kits. Delicious tasting and designed to last for 25 years. They even have kits with real meat. And if the power's out, no worries. Just boil water over a fire, simmer and serve. You'll enjoy a hot meal and stay safe in a crisis. More smart people than ever are finding 4Patriots.com. Over 2 million customers trust them. You might even have seen them on TV. I had folks at 4Patriots set up a special page for you at 4Patriots.com slash Jerry so that listeners of this podcast can see this week's discounts and get deals before they go away. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Jerry. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Save more and get peace of mind now by going to 4Patriots.com slash Jerry. I, before we get to uh, the Bills crushing choke job, Sports Illustrated is going under, which is amazing. When I worked there, when I was a senior writer in uh, whatever, 30 years ago, there were over 3 million weekly subscribers. I think it was uh, 3.3 or 3.5. It was a powerhouse. It's where everybody wanted to work. When I worked there, we had unlimited travel budget it was it was amazing you could fly first class stay whatever hotel you wanted you could rent whatever car i mean it was flush with cash it was a gold mine sports illustrated and when you said i'm from sports illustrated people just whoa it opened doors it was so respected it was it was like a whole different level from even you know the biggest newspaper the new york post to the LA Times, it was a different deal. It was, and I was there for five years, traveled all over the place. Now, it, it's no more. Now, obviously, print media is struggling because of the internet and, you know, Twitter and free stuff that you can find online. But I think this was self-inflicted for the most part. And there you go. We got, and the best example people gave was, the swimsuit issue, which used to be the, the, the pinnacle, man. This was the best-selling issue. I wish I knew exactly how many copies, but I'm going to guess every year over 10 million copies at least sold the swimsuit issue. They did it unapologetically. You know, you had beautiful women in skimpy bikinis, skimpy bathing suits, barely clothed, and it was a hit. Some feminists didn't like it, but Sports Illustrated didn't care. They were like Dana White. They said, hey, this is a free country. We are going to give men what they want. Beautiful women on the beach. And it worked for years and years. By the way, every year they would send one writer to the place that they did the shoot to the beach. And I was in line. If I was there another, I don't know, year or two, I would have got to go. But you have to be there for 
at least, I don't know, seven, eight years, and they send you on one of these shoots. I never got the chance, but it was, you know, whether you liked it or not, it was the greatest example of a media outlet giving their customers what they want. And, uh, and uh, it worked. Well, the swimsuit issue now features obese women, and sometimes they're on the cover. There's Ashley Graham on the cover, but other obese women, you know, uh, I don't know what body positivity and men in bikinis, men, men in bikinis, transgender models. That was it for a lot of people. I think a lot of people, a lot of men said, I'm done. To me, it wasn't just this. It wasn't just a swimsuit issue. My last straw, and I was a subscriber. And when I worked there, when I didn't, I was there. I, was, I got it for 40 years. They had an issue with the head of WNBA team on the cover. And the story was, why aren't you watching? It was, they scolded people, sports fans, for not supporting um, the WNBA. Like, what's wrong with you? You're not watching the WNBA. And I said, what is this? They're like lecturing people. The other thing, which was uh, really one of those you know, uh, pivotal moments, was when uh, Leah Thomas was kicking ass in the pool. Sports Illustrated um, uh, honored her, him, sorry, Jesus, honored him, praised him, legitimized him. And you want to know the worst part? The woman who finished fourth in one of the races that he, that, uh, he won was the daughter of a uh, Sports Illustrated senior writer, Pat Forty. Mm-hmm. His daughter got beaten by this guy, and Sports Illustrated still praised her. They still celebrated him, even though he was cheating even though he was bullying the daughter of one of their writers. That was an all-time low, in my opinion. And now Leah Thomas is engaged with a woman. That's right. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'll tell you what it means is um, he, as we know, liked to walk around naked mm-hmm. in the locker room around the girls, fully aroused. And so now we know he got a thrill out of this. He got a thrill out of not only being around beautiful young girls, young women, but he got a thrill out of bullying them, making them uncomfortable. All right, before we move on, I have to say, I was all in on the Bills. I'm sick of the Chiefs. I love Mahomes. He's a great player, but I'm sick of Mr. Pfizer, Travis Kelsey. I'm just sick of Andy Reid. I'm sick of the team. And the Bills were home. It was cold. The Bills were rolling, and they just choked. It was incredible thing to see i think uh stefan diggs josh allen threw the greatest ball of his life 65 yards in the air went between diggs's arms that was the game he makes that catch they win it's over obviously the kicker choked but if the kicker hits that field goal it's a tie game with a minute 40 left two timeouts mahomes is going to go down and win that game so the kicker choked, but he didn't lose the game. The defense lost the game. Allen Diggs lost the game. Sean McDermott, it was crushing. And that was one of those losses you don't recover from. And I'll tell you why. Half the team is going to be leaving as free agents. Oh, yeah. They're, they they're big, not going to be the same. Their window list. is closing, sadly. I love Allen, but he's not going to have the people around him that he had this season unfortunately i think it was Schefter. or someone tweeted out uh whose contracts are up after this season and there was like 20 names on it yep it's insane yep. i wouldn't be surprised if they if sean mcdermott got fired it's that kind of loss it's that kind of defeat and now we all turn to the ravens we need the ravens to defeat the chiefs yeah we need them to go to the super bowl and i think they will i think they will they're playing at home they're tough their defense is tough Lamar Jackson is playing spectacular football, so I have faith in the Ravens. And unfortunately, I think the Lions, I think the Lions are reaching the end of the road this week at San Francisco. No, no, th- this week is them. It's it's their game versus the Russians. Uh, it's going to be the next good call for uh, you know Al Michaels' fame. 
you know, that kind of long, yeah. long uh, I'll, longevity I'll be call for them. You know, it's a fun team, but uh, they're not that good. They're Their defense good. is awesome. So I think, I think they're going to, I think they're going to upset the 49ers. I think so. Okay, good. We'll bet. You and I'll bet. I'll take the Niners. All right, but, sounds good. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it there. Rich on the comment line thinks Tulsi Gabbard should be the VP. I'm sorry. You can't pick no. someone who supported Bernie Sanders. I like Tulsi. She's mm-hmm. got guts, but she's a liberal at heart. You can't pick RFK Jr. He's pro abortion. He wanted to lock up people who didn't get, uh, uh, I shouldn't say people vaccinated. Uh, climate skeptics, people who don't believe in climate change. He wanted to put them in prison. So I'm not, I like RFK. He makes things interesting. Yeah. I wish he was involved in a debate because he's, he sounds worse than I do, but he's smart. And, uh, and he's, he's, you know, got guts, but he's, uh, he's a big climate guy and, uh, a pro abortion guy. So that doesn't work as a running mate for, for, uh, Trump. He's going to pick someone soon. I hope it's, uh, I'll just say J.D. Vance. That's my choice. But we should bet on that too, Ironhead. Who do you pick? I want it to be either DeSantis or Tucker Carlson, and I'm just going to do that until he proves me wrong. That's, that's what you my line's going to be. Uh, Tucker would be my first choice. That'd be just so wild. So much fun. But You think I, Vivek, feeling, Vivek debating Kamala would be fun and all. Vivek, Vivek Tucker, will be fun. He's tireless. He'll Tucker, be on the trail every day. Tucker, Tucker just mock laughing in her face would be the funniest uh, thing I've ever seen. It'd be just the greatest. It would be the greatest. But we'll see. We'll see really soon. But uh, uh, tomorrow in New Hampshire, tomorrow uh, tonight at midnight, Dixville Notch mm-hmm. will uh, vote and Trump will win and he'll roll on to South Carolina. It'll be over pretty, pretty soon. But we'll leave it there for today. Uh, thanks, Ironhead. Thanks, uh, everybody, for listening. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will try to do it again tomorrow. But I'm going to go to bed. Hey, it's Tony Marino, host of the wildly popular Newsmax Daily podcast, available for free, along with Jerry Callahan, Rob Carson, and other great podcasts at Newsmax.com slash listen, or wherever you get podcasts. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.